What episode is this? 128. 128? Okay. Diez, uh, 28. D- D- uh, wait, no, Cien 28. Damn it, fucking damn So 128. Yeah, one, <laughs> one two, eight. <laughs> that, that helps so much. <laughs> Thank you. So let's see. Sean, Ryan, Skyler, and Tyler do a podcast called The Shoot Show. Yeah, I bet you guys were in a lot of shoots. Oh, yeah. Uh, it must be a really good show. A really, really good show. It must have at least, what, eight fans? Eight, uh, what do virgins like to advertise? What's a virgin advertising demographic? Oh, do you guys, like, kiss your each other's uh, hands? Uh, as Don Rickles would say, you hockey pucks. Nah, it's just a bunch of dumb names, too. A bunch of idiots. Both the Raven, nevermore. I'm buff, I'm the stuff, and the girl just can't get enough. And I'm always in the shoe. Tyler and Skylar, you fucking suck. But Ryan and Sean are great. And that's a shoe. All right, everybody, welcome back to The Shoot Show. This is episode 128. We're going to talk about a wild night in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm Skylar Black. I almost forgot to introduce everybody. I'm Skylar. With me, we have the dank possum, Ryan Clare. Is this how is this how you were conceived? A, a, a weird night in, in Oklahoma? Oh, wait, you're not even from Oklahoma. No, I, was, I wasn't even born Damn in Oklahoma, it. no. All crumbled to hell, but... I was in, in Illinois at this time. Okay. Well, okay, you're safe on that. Well, that's good because uh, you're you're older than 1997 anyway. That would have been just a, a, a really weird childhood memory. But yeah, I'm I'm glad to be here. Uh, I'm glad to be uh, on this weird path to where we're going. A uh, big payoff in a few weeks, and I'm excited for it. Also, we have Double T Tyler Tubes. How'd you like your second uh, week in Oklahoma? Ah, uh, it smells. <laughs> That's his only. What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> oh my goodness! Stuck in Oklahoma. It's you're uh, not you wrong. Know. I know. I felt bad for those wrestlers when I noticed this raw was in Tulsa. I was like, damn, they had to chill in Oklahoma like for a I week. I think Oklahoma's fine, sucks. especially now with their not in 1997. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, no, it's a beautiful, beautiful state for most. If you, you for see the most a picture part. of uh, downtown OKC in 1997 and. Like two years ago, you'll you'll feel <laughs> okay. That. Well, admittedly, mid '90s Oklahoma City wasn't the happiest place on earth. I like there were some <laughs> things going on, but uh, but you know, for the most part, Oklahoma is a state, varied countryside, except for the Panhandle. It's a nice country. Uh, there's a lot of things to do. I feel like Tulsa Tulsa had some good times in 1997. Yeah, I'm sure Tulsa had some good things. I agree, but I agree. But yeah, man, we're 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 there for uh, for WWF Raw is War, and we're we're barreling along through history in 1997. We've seen uh, the formation of DX. We've got uh, the Young Guns. New Age we've Outlaws. Got, uh, yeah, not the Young Guns. Good God, great movie. Wow. Uh, New Age Outlaws. Uh, <laughs> we're seeing some great <laughs> Nation guns. of Domination. The the entire company. Is the the Warriors crazy? The Road Warriors and um, it, it really tag team crazy in general. The Godwins are uh, getting a lot of shine. So it's just a lot of things happening. A lot, a lot of times, a lot of paths that are going to converge uh, coming up. And there, you can't forget about the big HBK Bret Hart stuff going on. And Stone Cold, good God! It's a lot of a uh, lot of build up for Survivor Series, and I keep asking myself, I'm, I'm like, this is another team of four? Wow, like this Survivor Series is yeah. going to be a pretty stacked event, I would think. There's just stables yeah. everywhere. Yeah, like, we're getting. Uh, well, I guess we'll we'll find that out later. Well, and and like you were saying, I mean, this is where this is October twenty seventh, nineteen ninety seven, Monday Night Raw. We are working. This is part four of our. Um, path on our way to Survivor Series 97. We've got one more uh, Raw to watch, and then it's time for the event. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. I thought there were two for some reason. We're right around the corner. Oh, uh, yeah. We're almost there, finally. We've been in 97 for like almost two months. Recent now. memory. <laughs> Between blad, blood, bad yep. blood and this. We've been hanging out. I'm getting a Furby for Christmas. Yep. We've been you know, powering the DeLorean or whatever. Uh, we just got Jr. and Vince this week. No, no King. 
Uh, they blame it on, uh, I guess he's sad about a uh, World Series loss or something, but I doubt that. Aww. They, yeah, yeah they sure try to play it off as some sports loss that that he's he's contending with, which would be a shitty thing. Oh yeah, yeah can you imagine like calling your boss and be like, "Yeah, this sports team lost. I'm not I'm not flying out to." Okay. I mean, wasn't he was there last week? Was he just at his hotel room hanging out? Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> real sad. Who knows what the Who knows what the mm-hmm. king what was going on on that day? Well, it doesn't mean we won't see him tonight. <clears throat> But who we do see uh, to kick off True. is the the Nation of Domination. Um, Rocky has a big R on his shirt. I thought that was funny. I, I wonder if the R was for Rock. Yeah. He's got Rocky. Team Rocket shirt. The R is for Rocky. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> but as we know, the Nation is hot, 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 hot over the uh, the vandalism last week. Um, we get it. We get a quick flashback yeah. of the vandalism. I noticed they kind of uh, glossed over the the big watermelon that was spray painted. They didn't notice they 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 left that one off. Yeah, the the big lipped cartoon like, character standing next to it. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, Ron Ron is out there. Farouk, I'm sorry, Farouk is out there because he wants to ax somebody. Why nobody is axing anybody? What's going on? A lot of axing going on. And, There's uh, a lot of axing going on. This whole racism angle is greasy. Like it's not. It's not. It's just fun. so bad. I was uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, so I think what made fun. me most uncomfortable is the the gratuitous cuts to the crowd where they'd show some pissed off frat boy wearing his uh, his his what are they called number letters sigils jersey no the frat the fraternity the Greek characters yeah. I don't know it seems like there's a snappy little you're wearing your yeah, icons you're wearing that, your little that. symbols today aren't you. Or I don't know. Yeah, you're but in the, they, they you're in the right upset. crowd to yeah. ask a fraternity-related question. Yeah, none of us, none of us <laughs> were uh, able yeah. to afford those. Didn't kind go of to friends. college. You went to college, um, didn't you? <laughs> um, there was one sign though that said "The Stunner knows no color." That's Austin. nice. nice. Progressive message um, in 1997. That yeah. is an equal yeah. opportunity employer. That Stunner. And, is uh, that is that utopian <laughs> or dystopian as a concept? Like uh, whether you're white or black, Stone Cold is going to get you. Yeah, oh. yeah, and he, yeah, he's made it he's clear. Like, this ain't no color thing. It's about whooping your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if Ron Simmons or Farouk, I keep doing that to him too. Yeah, uh, he is so he believes himself in such a deep spiritual way that he is constantly having to check himself from drifting into profanity in this promo. He is just like, he. Uh, before I take this black fist and take it upside your white, uh, oh, y'all. He was like, he he's about to say some stuff he's not supposed to. And he's well, got to this Well, this gears. is just, yeah, it's too close to the surface to be fun to watch. Like, whether it's 97 or whether it's now. Like, it just feels kind of, like I said, greasy was the word that I used. I don't, I don't enjoy, uh, like, kind of trying to think about, you know, the, imagining, like, the backstage discussions of, like, what will we spray paint? Like, that there was a whiteboard of, like, yes and no. Like, things that they have up like... there. Like, we will have this. And then somebody says something, they're just like... Absolutely not. I would like to think they had a representative of the black community in there with them. You know, maybe not. You know, <laughs> you know maybe not Farouk a, in there, a just scholar, like. But, but yeah, maybe. Damn. Yeah, if you have a Farouk yes. standing there, even if he's not saying anything, you're 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 putting some hurdles in front of yourself. You're not gonna you're not no gonna doubt. go whole ass. So uh, maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> you're they did. Setting, maybe yeah, goalpost. Um, Rocky gets the mic and talks a little bit. The crowd hates him. It's hilarious. I love, I love so much. Absolutely turns the second he, he, just... so, you know, the, the heart foundation is getting to blame. Uh, fruit calls out the heart foundation, uh, wanting to have a match with them. They come out and Bret Hart, the very first thing that Bret Hart says is he goes, first things first brothers. Yeah. And he kind of takes a little aside. He's we like, accept <laughs> your challenge. <laughs> just like first things first. Brothers, <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna say it. They're like, dude, she, okay. Uh, yeah, Brett. Brett is the odd man out of all of this. Like everyone ha- else ha- is pouring so much emotion into this, and Brett just feels like the guy who is, I don't know, like part of the play but doesn't understand the role he's playing. Well, not yeah. I think he's just not really invested he's in like, this what? side of the build here, and he's just. I mean, he plays the the normal Heart Foundation thing. He extols the virtues of Canada over both this new aggressor in the ring and the United States as a whole. 
and that just gets him. Uh, that at first I was like, oh wow, the Heart Foundation is playing the face in all this, or or are the are the nations? They're not technically bad guys. They have a kind of a, a reasonable argument here, but <laughs> yeah, it further muddies the water when you got a group of guys coming out saying, hey, I don't like what you're saying to these people, riling them up, but they do suck. But where I come from isn't as bad. <laughs> yeah, I was uncomfortable and went on way too long. Yeah, well, and because then uh, as soon as uh, Brett starts talking, doesn't HBK come on the screen? Yes, now? starts calling Brett the Grand yes. Wizard and the Heart Foundation, the yes, Clan, the KKK, and he says he loves black people. Yeah, <laughs> but the, but what gets everybody? They they go to trips, and what this is what gets Straight. everybody angry is Triple H says. <laughs> He heard the Heart Foundation used the end. Yes, that was it. And it is literally like that is the sound of a starter's pistol to the all of the nation who just (laughs) empty the ring and head straight up the ramp to go after the Heart Foundation. Like that is all it took. And it's so thinly veiled that, I mean, obviously who did this? And who's responsible for this? Right. Like, it's yeah. it's really the funny to try to see them kind of be like, hey, come on, man. Heart Foundation wouldn't do something. Like, man, that, like, Heart Foundation, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's silly, um, but it's also mixed with, like, racism, which kind of makes it hard to, yeah. hard to laugh at. It's kind of like, haha, oh. Because it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I really hate HBK's cool guy mid-90s shades here. They're they're <laughs> real upsetting. They're yeah, real like hate. mall on a Saturday <laughs> kind of uh, sunglasses. Real really fucking with me. <laughs> but that is that is the end of that segment. Uh, we go to Thank yeah goodness. we go to a commercial break and we come back to our first match, which is a uh, Gold Dust with Marlena versus Triple H. Um, it's it's interesting that Gold or Triple H is still coming out to Ode to Joy. I I think that's it's kind of interesting like. He's this degenerate, but he still has most of the trappings of the Hunter Hearst Helmsley blue blood character, you know, still doing the pedigree, which he'll do forever. But, you know, coming out to the 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 classical song of the choir, it's just it's kind of an odd um, juxtaposition to the character he's playing. Still wearing his fancy jacket. You think he'd at least like. Yeah, you think at least he'd not wear the uh, fancy jacket? <laughs> something. Yeah, and you'd think he'd at least do his own crotch chops. He had a he had a double help on that one. They had HBK and China do his crotch chop for him. Well, when you're rich, you don't really do much for yourself. <laughs> well, besides work real Isn't hard. Isn't there uh, Rick Rude cuts a promo on Tulsa metropolitan yes. area, and he Rick just Rude calls him says, calls him all a bunch this of. Is all you? F- yeah, go ahead. He says all you fat, out of shape Tulsa tubs of crap. Button your lips, open your eyes, and pay attention. Oh, it's beautiful. It instantly cuts to the crowd for the reactions, and this guy has already written on his chest, I love fat girls. Like, yes. great. Yes. You're in the right place, man. He was so happy about it. that, too. And they, then they cut to a girl who was not fat. She was just fine. Like, <laughs> she, I don't know what they were trying to say, but she didn't look happy. He's like, yeah, we're not. We're not. She was yeah, offended. She, was very, she looked offended, sure. but maybe she just didn't hear what he said. <laughs> what he say? No. Um, so for this match, HBK hops on commentary and, um, he calls JR Girth Brooks. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty damn good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know. Good old Girth Brooks. Uh, respect to Dustin, man. Like, always respect to Dustin for taking something like this and, and making Gold Dust a character that, like, we all remember to this day. Yeah, and somehow maintaining his own identity through so many different identities, it's weird. Like, you can you can watch a silhouette. Like, that's what kind of the, the test I like to give a wrestler in my head. Can you watch a silhouette of that person wrestle <coughs> and tell who it is? And you see the Rhodes family power slam and then that drop-to-knee uppercut. Uh, and you know that you're watching a Dustin Rhodes match. And he's got those hallmarks yep. that he hits even, you know, back when he, I don't know if he was doing that little drop-down move, but uh, he's been knocking that sweet, sweet power slam for, you know, since 89 at least. It's, yeah, it, for sure. Seeing him just get better with time has been been a lot of fun. Like right now in AEW, he's still killing it. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the uh, full-body jumpsuit. 
Like, yeah, it's not a good look. Well, but he's just real chunky yeah, right it, here in 97, it, so it doesn't it look that great. Yeah, he's, places. Filling it, he's filling it out too yeah. much. Um, he goes he goes for the same purse trick that we saw him uh, have success with last week. But uh, Degeneration X is not going to fall for that. And China gets the purse away from him and blasts him with it. And Triple H gets the pedigree um, and the win. And Triple H says, suck it, and they bleep out suck. Don't want to do that. Don't want to be be sucking. (laughs) It's only 8 o'clock. It's not the war zone. I guess suck it only in the war zone, guys. Come on. Yeah. The kids kids are like halfway up the steps, but they can still hear the TV. Did that guy say suck? We get a a corny shoot real early Mm -hmm. tonight. Boy. Jim, right after yeah, this match. Jim Cornette trying to break the uh, fastest speaking record. Yeah, he's doing. He's he could sell <laughs> some micro machines in this promo. Uh, he's doing oh, a great no. job, and this is one of the I would say heavy hitters of any Jim Cornette appearance on any wrestling TV. This is one of those required readings. It is the the wow. densest two to three minutes of just dressing down carpet bomb. Dre- it, it is it is beautiful. It is napalm. Uh, yeah, it is destruction. I mean, he, if, first off, he's, he shoots on HBK and Brett, which is funny enough because those are like your two top guys, but his real targets here are, um, Roddy Piper and Hulk Hogan and the cage match that they had and the fact that people are calling them legends and saying that the cage match was good. Yeah. He takes absolute issue with that. Um, and it's like you're saying, he's, he's, the, some of these lines, I wrote a couple of them down. He calls Hogan a, a 46 year old bald movie star wannabe who looks like uncle creepy with a good build, oh. taking on a guy with an artificial <laughs> hip that hasn't wrestled a full schedule in 10 years. Oh. <laughs> and yet yeah, this is, this Ugh. is around the time that, um, Roddy <clears throat> Piper, I think has been for the better part of a year. Uh, declaring himself an icon in WCW. So anytime you hear the word icon, it's kind of also a shot across the bow. And for him to be able to fit so much meaning and so much symbolism in such a small time, it's it's incredible. He even does the old debate tactic of conceding your own point, where you're like, yes, here are my flaws. I acknowledge them, even riff on them. Now I'm going to take them back and attack you knowing that, and you've got no retort past it. It's just, it's it's an expert. This man is fencing with his freaking words. It's awesome. It it does, you know, and I, I don't, I, I love Jim, and I love the, you know, it's fun, it's fun to watch this, but I, I would call both, both Piper and Hogan a legend. I think even at this point, I would call, even at, in 97, yeah, I would call sure. Piper and Hogan a legend. For sure. Just because you're mad, like, doesn't mean they're not legends. Know, um, at, Another thing he said that I was laughing about with you guys the other night is by the 10-minute mark, they were sucking in wind so hard, the first three rows of people passed out from oxygen deprivation. It would have been funny if it wasn't so sad. <laughs> that was <such> <laughs> that's that's my favorite takeaway so, so... line from any Cornet rant is that would have been funny if it wasn't so sad. It was so smooth. And he, caps, he caps the whole thing right. off by saying, he says, Hogan, you are a household yeah. word, but so is garbage. And that also stinks when it gets old. I'm Jim Cornette, and that's my opinion. Oof. Woof. Mic drop. Yeah. And that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. Wendy's is delicious. Damn. Like it. Why did these ever to, stop? He probably got pissed off at no, you know, shaved ham at, at, at craft services and, and quit. But for somebody to look the way that Jim Cornette does in these promos in 1997, wearing, you know, a blue blazer and your grandmother's glasses and still come yeah. out with those barbs and hit you like that. It, it's just, it's Swing. an achievement. <laughs> you see, you should and be again, always immortalized by these. And again, it's it's like I was saying, it, it really speaks to how serious they took the Monday Night Wars, that they're opting to spend this time talking shit about WCW rather than showing wrestling on their wrestling show. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed this. I love Jim Cornette. And this isn't a very long segment, but you could have had a wrestling match on your wrestling show and instead you chose to talk about how shitty this other wrestling show is that was probably showing a wrestling match at that exact moment. Oh, man, nothing sells like a feud. People tune in. Oh, no, they weren't. You know Hogan was in the ring being like, (laughs) dude, because, because, uh, no, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Like, even in the the old radio days, people got their best, uh, best ratings from 
getting in fights with other <coughs> DJs and other shows and other stations. No. Like it's that's what sells, man. Yeah. Conflict and feuding. That's it's like nothing else, and uh, it's fun. Well, what doesn't what doesn't sell? Let's people pick a side and feel like they're part of something. What doesn't sell is a segment about Oklahoma legends. Oh, stop it! Hey, hey! Uh, this was something. Did you write these legends. Down? I did. I wrote down every single one of them. This is something that happened earlier in the day. Um, so I mean, obviously you get Jr. first. That's fun. They could have capped it off right. Yay. Yeah, they could have capped it off right there. Uh, after that, uh, Skylar, I'll let you take it since since it's your it's your it's your spot. We get Bill Watts, mentor. Cowboy. We get the Briscoe brothers, Jerry and Jack Briscoe, the greatest tag team of our time. And then we get the super duper legendary. Man, Danny Hodge. Danny Hodge. JR calls him the greatest wrestler this country has ever produced. Yes. Like this dude I have like, never heard of this guy. You really you never maybe it's because I'm from Oklahoma, but yeah, I've heard of this. Not dude. even like, once. Even one of my friends has a story about meeting this dude way back in the day and just like hurting his hand from shaking it. Damn, there's an Oklahoma episode. Right story. Oh yeah. my god, this man is eighty eight years old, still kicking, still with us, Danny Hodge. And in the year 2013, he went to the Oklahoma House of Representatives and crushed an apple with one hand. There's a picture of him standing right there in the court, and he's got a little wastebasket <laughs> under his hand, and he is Danny, squeezing the shit out of this Danny. red delicious. It's a steady stream of juice. It, to what amazing. end? So, to try and like to try and get his license back or something like? Uh, shit, he's just coming as like I'm. Is a I'm here to show you what a real Oklahoma boy can do. Slam, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> give me my now give me my driver's license back yeah damn it I win another 10 acres right <laughs> I can't believe you've never heard of Danny Hodge at all that's crazy Where's no, my not Indian? even a little bit yeah. Ryan have you heard of Danny Hodge I, I, I have heard the name but I could not tell you anything about them I have heard so, the name the same. he might have no I, he's, he's never heard of him either yeah and I like and I'm I'm pretty horrible about having entire you know, just spans of time in wrestling history that I have no clue about. So it's not surprising. But Skyler, I, I guess I guess I'll say, you know, like you know, just go ahead and hit us with like your top five uh yeah, Danny Hodge matches. Danny Hodge. And match. we'll uh Okay. Was his let me guess, hold on. His picture was the one his picture was the one in black and white and he's like this. Wow, your go to thing. Wow. <laughs> was he like that? <laughs> yeah, no, he wrestled in like the fucking thirties and forties and shit. <laughs> Oh, hold on. Let me go watch those old networker episodes. <laughs> Back he when the championship man. belts were real tiny. Irish weapon to the turnbuckle. Oh, he's down for three. Ah, he's a suplex. <laughs> He'll never recover. <laughs> that was back when, like, get, getting whipped into the turnbuckle was enough to get a three count. Like, my God, they stretched him out of here. Oh, it's a drop toe hold. <laughs> Sorry, I know a little bit more wrestling history than you guys. That's all I got to say. Anyways, match number two. Well, uh, Owen Hart versus Ahmed Johnson. That's good stuff. It, good stuff. Does it, it blows my mind that they're showing replays of Owen Hart breaking Austin's neck. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was I was pointing it out that it's in his damn Titan Tron. Now we got guys tweeting. I'm so sorry. I'm And we, back in the day, they were putting your neck getting broke in their first <laughs> visual of the night. Like this is how we introduce ourselves to the crowd. We put our ourselves breaking necks. I like it. That's wrestling. So. Yeah, Owen Harden and Ahmed Johnson. Is it just me, or is Ahmed the most glittering motherfucker you have Dude, ever seen? Why? So glittering. Why is he so? I don't understand. It's wet. like some of these guys are dumping water, and he's just like, "I got, I got uh, dishwasher detergent. I'm putting on myself." I was gonna say it's like he put something to where the water doesn't stick to him, but it's still there. But uh, it's weird. It's See, weird. and I've learned that that's a point of contention in the back. Uh, what you coat yourself with it really affects the other wrestler. And uh, Randy Savage, I know that Andre didn't like Randy Savage because of his baby oil habits, uh, baby oil habits, and um, and maybe oh. maybe that's part of why Ahmed Johnson had so much heat backstage. He got all glittery. I was like, damn it, yeah, Ahmed, I had this Ahmed Johnson looked like I, I got a lap dance and my wife isn't gonna talk to me. I don't know. Me. After some of the <laughs> after some of the stories you told us Ahmed has told, I feel like maybe it's not just the <laughs> No, no, it couldn't help body. though. It it definitely couldn't help. <laughs> I, it is, yeah. Like I like that they're all doing like water and stuff and like Ahmed Johnson's covering himself in pop rocks and coke. <laughs> <laughs> just y'all dumb as hell like uh, this week was payday <laughs> <laughs> oh shit Sorry. 
Um, not a, not a terrible match. I mean, Ahmed Johnson's kind of doing his best to play the role of just a big unstoppable guy. Um, they brawl outside yeah. at a certain point, and it there's a, a kind of trope that I think is funny, which is when dumbass Markass wrestling fans go for a high five at like the worst possible time, like when people are about to like pile drive somebody on the ramp and there's like some idiots like oh like high five like dude put your hand down it's not it's he's right, not the right, right time like, like owen's gonna reach over and be like yeah <laughs> but you never know time, you never know what if what if uh, triple h puts a guy in a pedigree <laughs> position and he takes that moment to look around and this guy's presenting his fist to bump and that guy gets to the like, triple h maybe the, the fist bump from outer space dude you can coast Johnson, off that the, fist bump the best you're gonna get is perhaps like you're getting yourself Pearl River plunged. Yeah. No, nobody wants that. Pearl River. Um, Ahmed rips the Canadian flag down and just kind of kicks it around Why? a little bit. Why is I don't just know. It's like the third week in a row. Like, why is it okay to just completely disrespect the Canadian flag? Well, the you know, what have they ever done to the, the atrocities when they're preparing when to they're... admit c- commit in Canada? <laughs> That's true. Jeez. It's on the uh, So, yeah, the ref just straight up watches Owen low blow Ahmed. Uh, he kind of turns around. Ahmed is between the ref and Owen, and Owen just, just like, like shovel foot kicks Ahmed in the, in the rocks. And, like, that sucks. Uh, and then the nation comes out. And uh, there's a point where it sounds like Ahmed yells, mm, something, something, motherfucking... <laughs> But then Stone Cold hits the ring and uh, yeah. does what he has been doing recently, which is just blasting people with stunners. Making sure Owen's champion for Survivor Series. That's right, and he does. He hits uh, Ahmed with a great stunner and um, gets the, gives Ahmed the DQ win to keep the belt on Owen as we continue towards um, Survivor Series. Why is Owen defending his belt every single week? Uh, really, it's... Making Stone Cold have to stop the guy from beating Owen. I hope Stone Cold doesn't make his way through the crowd. Like, Stone Cold having to walk the... Like, wait in line to buy tickets again. These assholes... God in, damn it. Assholes in Tulsa, it's cold as hell out here. I'm trying to stun a damn bastard. October 27th? Nah, but it's still pretty warm. <laughs> what would you know about Oklahoma. Oh, oh God, karate fighters! But there was no winner, right? Like, uh, was, there was a DQ. Yeah, D- oh, yeah, D- ref DQs everyone. Yeah, DQ. Yeah, yep, DQ for uh, Ahmed. So Owen um, loses, but he doesn't lose his belt. We we get a preview for a Double J interview later. Wow, so. stick around for that. Yes. Exciting times. I bet he's gonna wrestle since they pay him to wrestle and. He like talked last week, so he'll probably wrestle this time. That'd, that'd be pretty uh, cool. Yeah, I think he's a wrestler sometimes. Uh, <laughs> the next uh, thing in my notes are karate fighters. Oh, Lord, here we go. Ryan, hey, here we now, go. Listen, I wasn't even going to make a big deal out of it, but go they ahead. did. They did. did. Whoa. I was going to say they did, so you have I know. To. I, That's what I, I was like, they're calling attention back to it, like to spite Ryan. Listen, Karate Fighters is a great product. In 1997, they they, they knew so what they had. They stupid. were they were sitting on gold. So uh, obviously, Milton Bradley being the gold. the principal sponsor of Survivor Series. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, Tyler's demonstrating the frenetic motion that it takes to actually be a karate fighter. You take your hands and you just <laughs> just sling them. Um, but they put together a whole tournament, and we've a missed whole bracket so much. tournament. How did we My miss God. all of this? Oh wait, no. This is the first. No, this was the beginning. This is the very first first. one. This is Jerry the King Lawler versus Brian Christopher. No relation. Yeah, I need, I need, I need uh, Jack to come explain brackets to me because I didn't understand it. Mm. But uh, (laughs) yeah, we the first one up is the King versus Brian Christopher, and uh, and I mean I'm just all about this because I mean we've got you got you got your you got your talent you got your. It's just not even going to accept me trying to make this cool. No, no, no. Keep going. I want to hear about this. Okay. Trailer. Well, Jerry the King Lawler, he's the Sun Warrior. And, uh, well, no, Brian. Uh, oh, shit. I didn't write <laughs> Brian that. Christopher was the Sun Warrior. Thank You're... you. Thank you. That wow. was, what's the other one? Did you write the other one down? No. I thought I was going to be able to. Oh, it's Razor Jaw. Razor Jaw. Razor Jaw. The King is Razor Jaw. 
and uh, and yeah, his his not son Brian Christopher's son Warrior, and uh, and the what I thought was the coolest was the commentary for this event. Uh, that was uh, Jumbo Jim and Vin Manic- McManikin. Ugh. Yeah. But then, uh, which one was Bruce, Bruce Pritchard? Bruce Pritchard played Jumbo was. Jim, and actually a very passing Jr. Uh, like I kind of, I buy it. But is that is that damn Kevin Dunn? Is Vince was Vince McManikin? I could not tell I who know. it was. I think and that's I Kevin. Not, I did not want to back this up and have to watch it any more than uh, I did. You don't get teeth like that just anywhere. I'm pretty sure that's Kevin Dunn. But this is not, I mean, it wasn't a real competitive thing. It was just them being silly for no, a second. Like Razor Jaw well, the, uh, didn't even Karate really fighters, win. at their best, when they are fighting, it just looks like two people having a seizure up against each other. Well, well, I mean, <laughs> Razor, Jaw, Razor Jaw passed on to the next, so technically King is the winner. But Brian Christopher, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. He, he firmly got his little guy onto the peg. Because he's not even good at karate <laughs> oh, fighters. Scandal. Well, we're not. Um, all right. Ninety-seven so he, karate we're scandal. On now, Ryan, I wanted you to have uh, a moment, but you took it on way too. Well, long. <laughs> and and there's one. The one last thing I like is um, Jr. made a made a comment about Brian Christopher's mom. Oh shit! What did he say about his mom? He said something like, "Oh, you know, I, so, oh, God, I can't even remember. Like, I think I hear your mom calling remember. you or something." Oh. Yeah, I can't. Rem- I don't remember the exact quote, but he referenced his mom, which is like, you know, pretty inside. Well, see, Skylar, you were gonna give more time to that instead of me wrapping up my beautiful uh, my karate fighters breakdown. There was a lot yeah, of action to, sh- to cover. I just wanted to show him. Uh, I just wanted to show him what it could have been if yeah. he would have just let me go. And so, say, yeah. so mankind comes out to be interviewed. <laughs> <Damn> by- <laughs> I'll get you again next week. I promise I will. Yeah, check in. I know we'll be that we got a lot of a lot of matches to go through in that karate fighters bracket. Yeah, we won't make it all though because we'll be done in a couple weeks. Oh, it's my pick coming up. Seven. Oh, uh, well, mankind <laughs> comes out to talk about what Kane had done to him last week. Yep. Well, not him. What he did to Dude Love. Yep. Different people. Kane killed Dude Love. Yeah, Dude Love. Mankind said Dude Love just wanted to make people smile. Wanted people to have fun when he came out, and Kane destroyed that. That's right. I, Poor man. And uh, it's Paul Bearer as well. He takes her out because uh, he, you know, mankind and and uh, Paul Bearer have a history of yeah. dude love and whatnot. So uh, he says that he and Paul had an understanding that uh, I guess they were going to leave each other he alone. Thought yes. Yeah. But he's it's kind of now a, a secondary because he's saying, well, if Kane's going to make Undertaker's life a living hell, I'm going to make his life a living hell. And he wants to have a match, but old uh, old Iron Jaw himself comes out, Sergeant Slaughter, who is one of the most ridiculous looking people. I mean, <laughs> it, it looks like if you asked a kid to draw a person, like just ridiculous. He really does look like something out of a GI Joe cartoon, which works in his favor. <laughs> yeah, his proportions are are confusing. You can't really focus on one area of him at once, or it'll it'll really you'll spend too much time on it for sure. Mm. His, his gravel yeah. his gravelly ass voice uh, says that he's he wouldn't sanction a match like that. It's too dangerous. Yeah, too unstable. Too dangerous. Too unstable. Which is kind of weird. Um and uh, you got people like Stone Cold having matches, but mankind's too. Unstable. Yeah, they just let him keep popping in and out as he pleases, in and out of the crowd. Uh, like, uh, mankind sells t-shirts. Mankind humorously says, uh, "I said, well, would it help anything? What if I said please?" <laughs> yeah, we got a we got a, bur- a child burn victim who just came and ripped the door off of a of a of a cage a few weeks ago. But yeah, this is the guy to worry about. <laughs> if he, it would have been great if after uh, he said please, Sergeant Slaughter was like, okay, uh, yeah, you get it. Oh, okay. But but he, he's not. He, he's he's not going to sanction the match. And it's like at this point, nope. I think we all know where this is going. You're not going to sanction. Yeah. You're not going to sanction a match for mankind. Well, he's just going to leave. You are now an obstacle in his way. Yeah, he he somehow. Fits those fingers into that mm. tiny Sergeant Slaughter mouth. <laughs> tiny, tiny little, petite little Sergeant Slaughter mouth. I, I've, I've, I've often wondered, like, I know he did some, like, was how often was he, was he like tucking them? Was the fingers always going into the mouth, or was he tucking them? Like, was, was I, he kind of tucking them on? I don't know. I always assumed they went yeah. in, and it grossed me. Yeah, out, they go so in. They go that. in. That's it's supposed to be uncomfortable. 
Because I know that's the, what common courtesy covers. What's the supposed to be? Uh, but is he actually putting the glove in there? And when he was in Mr. Socko era, he made it uncomfortable. He he used the same nasty yeah. sock for a long, long time. Ugh, I hate that. I don't. Yeah. That's well, he wasn't going to go out and buy new packages every week. That's just I, I believe Triple H told a story about seeing that sock on his foot on an airplane. No, time. I'd be so mad. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, no, that's that's true. Uh, Triple H had said so on that mad. same thing that he he had seen uh, Mick Foley travel internationally with his clothes balled up under his arm. <sighs> yeah. Do <laughs> you imagine he just has it all like wrapped in the mask and he ha- tightens the mask real Man, fast? Man, with your <laughs> with your like small pocket knife and pack of cigarettes you plan to smoke. The nineties were a magical time. Eighties and nineties. <laughs> Uh, get an action figure commercial here for the uh, the little mm-hmm. WWF brawler guys that uh, like eight of those. What so. a weird concept for there just Boom, to be a little breaking. action figure ring and Stone Cold walks up and has <coughs> has his own action figure like at the ready in his back pocket. Like, I never go anywhere without my little my little Steve. <laughs> I'm ready for anything. And he's you want to meet really Tiny? Keep that thing on me. You want to meet Tiny Steve? Fucking thing on me. <laughs> for his, his uh, hypothetical arguments with Vince. <laughs> Little punk. Yeah. God, it's fun. It's good times. Uh, then we get a uh, Shamrock Hitman package. Right. And then. But then after that, we go into the war zone. Uh, oh shit. my God! Is it time? Yeah, you notice. You notice. You know it is. Yeah, it closes out like as a whole program. The old school logo goes away, and you nothing is familiar anymore. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. sneak. Yeah, I've got to sneak back downstairs. Um, and yeah, then we get a Ken Shamrock versus Bret Hart match, which honestly is probably the longest match that we have seen uh, in any of these Raws uh, because they're usually getting interrupted so quickly. Yeah. There's a great I mean. moment at the start. Uh, Vince McMahon sees it. He, he sees a sign and calls it out that says "JR Rocks," and JR kind of real quickly quips, "Hey, my cousin's got the tickets." <laughs> nice. <laughs> man, he's so quick, man. That's great. I, I, I don't, oh, young JR. Yeah, that made me laugh. Like, uh, <laughs> good old JR, man. So, yeah, this is where that. I think at the beginning of this this match or somewhere around it, I think it was after the, uh, the Warzone intro is where they mentioned that uh, Jerry the King Lawler's not there because of baseball reasons. <laughs> it like, is. How do you get to skip work because of that? Like, that's the kind of thing you don't, like, yeah, that's like a Seinfeld episode or something. Baseball reasons? Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I said, I, I thought this was a really good match. Um, Shamrock is really, until Kurt Angle came along, maybe not even Kurt Angle, but just like, as far as people who made a transition from MMA to wrestling, Ken Shamrock is one of my favorites and one of the guys who I really legitimately believed was like a crazy, intense bastard back in the day. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He didn't He didn't feel like a guy who showed up to be like, yeah, I'm a wrestler. He showed up to just be like, oh, I'm trying to kill everybody. Like, he brought that same intensity and he definitely was believable as a guy who just was an MMA fighter who became a wrestler. Like, I definitely, I have a soft spot for him from back and in his- the day. Best belly to bellies in the business. Definitely. Oh, they look like they take the wind out of you. Um, and and it's great. Like towards the end of this match, um, they do a great uh kind of setup to a ref bump where Bret Hart is just about to get Ken into the sharpshooter, and Ken is able to reverse the sharpshooter into an ankle lock. But as he does that, they kind of bonk the referee and uh, knock him out. And, like, that was a really cool little one, two, three, to, uh, you know, believable um, set there. And then and Brett's tapping like a motherfucker. Uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, no ref. Yep. And then he, uh, he hits Ken with the chair, starts to put in the sharpshooter. But uh, I think that's when HBK comes yep. out and fucking super kicks him right in the damn face. Yep. HBK comes out and starts whomping on Brett, which, like ostensibly would be a good thing for ken uh but ken is not having it he is he's an honest man and he goes into what i would call like a kind of wolvie 
berserk rage. Like the kind yeah. of little little like squat muscular um kind of angry ball of arms and legs. That, he was uh, upset. Yeah. What Ken Shamrock is one of the another like that's another thing about him. Like he would absolutely go into these uncontrollable rages where he would just demolish. Uh, refs are catching belly to bellies, ring announcers, timekeepers, you know, wayward fans. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> the way he the way he reacted was that yeah he didn't I don't think Ken Shamrock really is aware he's in a wrestling match I think they got a a, a nice trainer in the back that rings rings a little bell or something and that switches him into the right mode and he goes out and just attacks things and he saw HBK attacking his target he was ah sure. that's mine and that he didn't even know about the match he was and just wanting his blood. To me, it's part of a believable kind of aspect of, of a guy like Ken that it's like he's out there to you know win and get that get that victory. I mean, he had the chance like this was for the world title. I mean, this wasn't just some bullshit match. Like he he you know he had the chance for this, and you know it it, it speaks to the kind of dude, fighter that he is. You know, you're not you're not fighting the guy I'm fighting. Well, now I'm fighting both of you. Like again, I appreciate for him. Um. So yeah, Ken, you know, DX and uh, Heart Foundation hit the ring. Um, lots of back and forth. Brett's upstage. Brett's yep. mad backstage. I don't really know if anybody wins this or not. I mean, obviously it's a DQ. I don't even know who gets the win. No, like I just wrote no one. Like they didn't even call. It's like a, a no DQ contest. Like that. It just it just spilled into a brawl between HPK and Brett. <laughs> but before we saw Brett backstage, we got another preview for the Double J interview later. So, mm. Thomas, stick around. Mm. We're going to talk about that. Thomas, you couldn't imagine what he will say. Uh, <laughs> after that, uh, we, we do get another match, though. We've got um, badass Billy Gunn, and as he is now known, the Road Dog Jesse James. And they're taking on the new Blackjacks. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. this, Fake Blackjacks. Get it right. Uh, this is uh, Bradshaw and Barry Windham. So. I will. Wow. Who was. JR. Someone in the announce team said, like, was saying JBL is going to be like a bona fide star someday. And I was like, God damn, they called that shit. I can't argue with that. <laughs> I mean, I, whether you like him or not, like, the dude has had a presence ever since. Uh, yeah. You know. John Layfield. I won't forget about the JBL days. Uh, Barry Windham, you know, had his time, and, you know, his time is gone. This this team, like, in 97, they stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah. Because you have these guys that are so cool. The Vikings. You have That's these right. guys that are so cool, and they are taking on, like, a, a tag team that look like they're from 1988. <laughs> and their their mustaches are not to be ridiculed. So thick, Don't like you this is, <laughs> this is a ridiculous. They look like two <laughs> porn stars from the seventies. <laughs> I I'm struggling to see the point here. That sounds great. Their mustaches are just <laughs> points of respect. I, Ryan's I like I don't see that. any problem with what you're I'll describing here. That. Um, <laughs> the Godwin show up. And um, they're they're kind of making reference to all of these people being on Survivor Series teams. Uh, my goodness! So like, there's a lot a lot of Survivor Series teams. I was gonna yep. be pretty damn pissed if I didn't get some God ones for sure. Even though I call them good ones most of the time, I was happy to see them. <laughs> Pig and hog. Bitters, Arkansas. Bitters, Arkansas. Was it a? Uh... Well, was it while the Godwins were distracting the ref that uh, 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 Billy Gunn gets a chair and hits fake Blackjack with it? Yep, blasts Ooh, him across the thing. back as he kind of bounces off the ropes. Yep, it, it was a sharp one. It was. <clears throat> it was. It looked pretty sharp. Yeah. Um, was yeah. that yeah. was that to Bradshaw? As uh, I believe so. God, believe so. Bradshaw's taking. Brad, that's not even like top twenty on like share shots he's no, taken. No, Bradshaw's taken some like no. gnarly shots. You know, like again. Like the guy or not, you know, he's definitely in the pantheon of people who have taken gnarly ass chair shots. Yeah. yeah he's like a mean Gary Busey <laughs> now. He's like uh, <laughs> on on like talking smack even uh, just a few years ago. He's like he's still, you know, cogent. He's all there, but he's you can see he's drifting. <laughs> There's things at play. I tell you what. Foggy eyes. Yeah. Next Google, 10 years going to be uh, a lot of fun, I feel like. 
Google Bradshaw uh, chair shot Stephen Richards, and then you'll. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Stevie. Oh no, shit! I know because Stevie hit him, and it was the equivalent of that machine in The Princess Bride, where it just like siphons entire years off of your life. Like he hit him with yeah. a with like a a, a ten year chair shot. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was payback. We could get into the whole story if we wanted to, but it was payback for something else. Yep. Some shitty thing JBL did. Uh, um, but yeah, okay. We get, keep moving. Keep going. Before we uh, get to the next segment where there they are, <laughs> there was a guy in the crowd with a Hogan mask, and Vince says, Oh, God, another bad movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, he is so bitter towards Hogan, dude. Yeah, the it, sign said, Will really... wrestle for food. Yep. <laughs> That's what I, I I thought. Like, it's funny that uh, one, maybe that was Kevin Dunn again. <laughs> it is it uh, is funny. I like they will was... they will they will take no opportunity to miss like a chance to uh, talk shit. Yeah, that was some uh, that was some um, thigh thigh squeezing comedy there. I feel like that was like, yeah 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 uh, uh, not another bad movie <laughs> please yeah. I can't feel my leg yeah he's and and as he's doing he's gra- he's grasping at the air where uh, Lawler's uh, leg would be yeah. just like oh, let me get him yeah. uh, uh, something's there you something's say there. if Lawler had been there that would have been a two thigh oh yeah I think so he would have, no he would have been because th- right before. Right after he said that was the segment where Jr. was in the ring, so Vince was alone at the commentary table. Oh, so he's shit. probably reaching like, no, no. He's, they got he's in holes and chairs go, yeah. beside him. They got to go and put like, uh, like kind of throw pillows uh, next to him for him to kind of get a hold of. Like, yeah, yeah, there they are. Like some dad, why some, are the inside of your palms bloody? Ah, oh, must have some, squeezed it too hard. Some backstage guy, like feverishly trying to like push them into position with his foot. <laughs> he's, he's grasping at. It's the pole they they feed lions with. He's just pushing them. I love that. That's like. This has been established in the shoot show universe that uh, Vince is a, Vince is just yes. a thigh squeezer just, extraordinaire. It's the squeezing them he thighs and laughing. Legs <laughs> laughing really oh did, Other God. people's thighs. Just all like bruised up. It looks like you fought like uh, in a UFC fight or something. It looks like you oh, fought yeah. George St. Pierre. You were training in jiu-jitsu just, where they slap your legs. It's amazing. King is still wrestling to this day. The deep vein thrombosis on his left thigh <laughs> from sitting there next to Vince. Yeah, Vince is just like human compression sock. Uh, <laughs> I am watching this uh, this chair shop, Stevie Richards. Jesus H. Uh, it is uh, brutal. It, it is. It is. It it. It is. It has the entire weight of all of ECW behind it. So, uh, and then, really and then uh, yeah, Blue Meanie gets to get that nice DDT right after. Nice. We get uh, Kane and Paul Bearer coming out to meet Jr. As you said, um, they show a, a still before this of Kane and Paul Bearer, and Paul Bearer has a look on his face. <laughs> So like weird. He just got accused of being the guy who shit in the in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. there's a lot it's, it's, it's pretty messed up there's no there's it's, no um kind of build to a crescendo with paul bearer like you literally start out he is screaming at like the murderer reveal level of volume and now oh, and now we go to and paul I'll bearer tell you who it was. it's Jesus Christ! Somebody like turn on their Halloween decorations. I say it's it's it sounds it sounds like it sounds like people fucking on top of a theremin or something like. It's, 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 there is for this exactly. It's theremin like. How does he? It do was. It? it was very. Um, it is. There's no. It's. It's just right out of the gate. He is screaming at the at the top volume that he is going to reach, and he maintains it throughout. And that's that's a Paul Bear promo, man. Like that's what you get. Uh, <laughs> I don't even remember what he says, but he's mad. I think he says oh, yeah. no to mankind or something. Mankind. I, don't know. I didn't write it down either. It said some shit to Undertaker. I got kicked out of the. Season. Well, he really does. He really doesn't. He's not near as sing-song in this one as he would come to be. Oh yeah, no, I, I think like... it's the urn that 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 made that turned him sing-songy. 
<laughs> yeah, this one, but you're right. He does come out at full intensity because he's asked point blank, how do you feel about, you know, what all the stuff that's gone on here tonight? And he's just, he's got a lot of feelings. What does Kane have to do to get his message across? <laughs> I remember he instantly threatened JR, like, and I didn't appreciate that. That's an Oklahoma boy. You don't threaten him. He's like, Not in Tulsa, no, sir. Back. Take a step back, you fat bastard. <laughs> uh, Paul Baird calling someone <laughs> he is he is the um like the thud of the uh, WWE universe just just a human meatball just could like just could like grab like his legs come up and he just grabs them and like rolls down <laughs> Paul, oh, the Paul Bear the human cannonball um this is this is really the first time, one of the first times that we, that he's been able to kind of address the continuing assaults of Cain, and like obviously this isn't going to stop. So that that is what's being established here. Yeah, well, mm. I figured until Undertaker, you know, mans up and fights his brother. So the next up, we get at one of the uh, kind of backstage uh, locker room uh, DX segments. Jeez, oh, Rick Rude is talking, but they just kind of pan around to the rest of them while they look disinterested. But this is the point where uh, uh, Triple H holds up a, a sign with an X on it as yeah. Shawn Michaels pulls his pants down. This was their response to the Hitman, and Shawn Michaels' ass is visible on no fewer than eighteen occasions. In yeah. this brief, kind of as the sign comes up and down, there's... You there's, almost see his ball sack. That's how high he jumps. It's ridiculous. There's way too much ass. And from 97, like, considering the things that they'll bleep in their blur out, just unblurred ass. Just full-on yeah. ass. Whole man ass. And uh, I and, don't know how they got away with it. You could see hairs. Yeah, that's yeah. too good of a look at it. If you it can make rough. out hairs, that's, that's too good of a look at it. Rough. Um... And they literally like slam cut from uh, HBK's ass to Mark Marrow yes. coming out, <laughs> and it's about an hour and twelve minutes in. We go we go from a hard cut of HBK's naked ass just straight into Mark Marrow coming out for his match, <laughs> which is like <laughs> just classy, total class. They do Mark Marrow zero favors mm. other than allow no. Sable to go with him because that's the only reason so, he's still getting booked. Yeah, again, this is this is Flash Funk versus Sable with Mark Marrow. Oh, the clothes they make Flash Funk wear. Hey, he looks great. Too Cold Scorpio Skyler, is a great wrestler. Would you, would you like to describe what Flash Funk is wearing here for somebody who didn't see it? Uh, it'd be like if Kiss was in a funk band, like if, if Gene Simmons... <laughs> Demon character was in a funk band. <laughs> I was going to say, it's kind of like a, like an astronaut from Planet Funk. Like he, he definitely he's he's got like a kind of a jumpsuit on with like maybe like mid thigh boots. Yeah, but they're silver. And yeah, they, it, silver as fuck. It kind of looks it's, like the Shazam's uh, uniform from like the the Marvel <laughs> Family comics, like way back Wiz comic kind of. Yeah. 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 The, the yellow it's bad, boots. Though. It's not. It, it as you said, it's it's doing him zero favors. Uh, and, yeah, because and, he's a great wrestler. He is. And the last time we saw him, he was getting the shit beat out of him by Kane. In, in an yes. unplanned match. So, again, not not great for um, our, our boy Too Cold Scorpio. Who hits an amazing moonsault in a, in a match from 1997. But then goes yeah. for the laziest cover of all time uh, to not get the win off of that moonsault. Like, in 97, that should have been the the end. Well, are you being man? Was he being managed by Sable? No, he wasn't. No, he was not. Not getting the win that night. Uh, Mark Marrow, um, the ref gets distracted by Sable, and Mark Marrow goes for a low mm-hmm. blow. Ref gets distracted. <laughs> Can you blame him? No, I can't. I was distracted by her as well. It's fun to see people in the crowd like yelling at her. I, mm-hmm. I just imagine what was being said. Mm. <clears throat> that poor woman. I'm sure. Yeah, like it not, was not even like empowerment and courage. Well, yeah, not even like no, for sure. not even like something lascivious. Just like like really like like wallflowers in the front row of a wrestling event trying to shoot their shot. Like a dude who lives in Tulsa who had front row seats to a Monday Night Raw who's like trying to holler at Sable, being like, "Yeah, what's yeah. up?" Like Gordy, 
Oh, and my Scott Con sitting in the front row. Mm. She looked at me. I want to know: Did they ever go to Philadelphia when Sable was the height of her fame? Because I want to hear what the Philadelphia crowd sounded like. No, no. it's it's you know, it, it, again, Sable is the focus here. Like, but yeah, Mark Mara. I don't know. They're, they're, they 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 kind of brought him out here as this as this repackaged character who's just this kind of no nonsense boxer. Um, he's not Johnny B. Bad. He's not the wild man. He's not you know doing the confetti spooters. He's Mark Marrow. But then he hits a low blow to get the win. Like I don't understand. Like what what are you telling me there from a storytelling capacity? Like he. Mark Marrow as a character should overshadow Flash Funk as a character at this point. Like, he should definitely get the win in this match. But, like, to have to do a low blow to get it, like, I don't understand. Would, am I supposed to cheer for this guy? Because I don't want to. <laughs> I just yeah. don't, like, I don't get I mean, it. They, he could have just, just hit him with, like, an uppercut. And, like, oh, because he's a bot, match over. I don't understand why it had to be a low blow. Yeah. And it's it's just confusing messaging with him. And historically, you know, you pair your your heel. You want to get you want people to dislike with the pretty girl because they're like, ah, that guy. Damn it, I want that girl. I don't like this guy. But it's, it's just it's just a lot of weird things going for him. And probably why not a lot of people became huge Mark Merrill fans. I guess. Well, and you know, I guess I'm I'm questioning why they're doing things that don't make sense to me as we get ready to lead into this next segment, which is a, a Jeff Jarrett interview. Oh yes, here we go. Been waiting all night. I, I just so skip. skip. <laughs> Double J's interview. What was the first question? Why did you leave? Well, he wanted he wanted to be Jeff. He wanted That's to why. be Jeff. Where'd you Not go? Double J. I miss you so. WCW <laughs> gave him zero opportunities. He wasn't a Bischoff boy, and that's basically the whole interview. <laughs> um. Uh, Ryan's sending us pictures of Shawn Michaels' naked ass, uh, yeah, oh which is God. not I uncommon. Don't see it that again. happens all the time, but usually, yeah, I did it the other day. It is. He did uh, it just. I did it the other day, so I can't, I can't say much. Um, <clears throat> this to me, it's just like, who gives a shit? I don't give like a shit. Who is this for? I like angry. who? What I, fan is sitting there being like, you know what I would like to see on this wrestling show is a guy not wrestling and bad mouthing another wrestling company. Exactly. It's terrible. And and the overall thing of this is Jeff Jarrett trying to rationalize why he came crawling back to WWF as anything other than <laughs> him coming crawling back to WWF, which is obviously what he did. He left to think, oh, I can do way better. And he went to WCW and then he came crawling back. And now this is two times he's had a chance to have a match and he has it. And then he's going to go crawling back and help destroy it. <laughs> well, actually, no. Jeff Jarrett. That's that's unfair to Jeff Jarrett. He was not in the position to be like making those decisions. He was just in a bad spot. Uh, he would destroy his own company years later. It's fine. Like I just, I just. Oh, I, you mean that company that everyone's going to be watching on Tuesday I knew this there week? It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On Tuesday of next week <laughs> and never again. Tuesday, Kenny Omega will be there with the AEW title. Everyone should watch it. Yeah. Keep a look at Don Callis. Everybody's fucking staying up at night waiting on him. What the uh, hell are you saying? But why are you talking shit about Dom? Talking shit? You talking shit about Dom? <laughs> I just I don't know if maybe like the part of the condition of Jeff Jarrett coming back was that like he had to just cut promos on WCW. But <laughs> tell us all the inside shit. For real mean? though, this is this is terrible, and I and I I don't like at least with um, Cornette, it's funny, and he's saying things that are entertaining. Vince was sitting there like. And his diss. Yeah. Say something mean about Hulk Hogan. What was he like there? Did he <clears throat> Did he look sad? Jeff just comes off like such a whiny bitch for this whole thing. Like, I don't know. Like, why should I care that your shit isn't going the way that you want it to? Because you're running around from company to company. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Hit, a, hit a pile drive or something, you fucking moron. That's too much behind the curtain all at once. Like, yeah, it's it just, feels let's so, just watch some wrestling. Internet wasn't big enough yet for this. Yeah, it feels so inside. It feels like it's trying to be like, oh, like, smarten up the, the crowd by being like, well, WCW is blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Show me HBK's ass some more than, over this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what I really want to see is Los Boricuas versus the Headbangers. Obviously. Why do they keep closing the show on this kind of stuff? 
What is that? What, you, you don't love LOD? It was LOD versus Lost Brook, was it? Was it? Yeah, the main event was LOD. Oh. Versus, uh, yeah, that's true. I thought. Okay, you're right. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. Okay. No. You're right. Um, I just remember those hairy ass, that hairy ass back and arms. That's all I saw. Well, that arms. is um, Miguel Perez Jr., hairy boy number one. Why have we seen him every week? Uh, he's awesome. <laughs> he's he's yes. definitely in my hairy boy pantheon. I'm going to have a stable of just like super, super hirsute boys. <laughs> it's it's him. It's uh, Killian Dane. Oh, yeah. It's uh, George... A-Train. A- A-Train. Yeah, A-Train. George the Animal Steel. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's so... Yeah. So, right. yeah, it's going down here. We got Los Bariquas. We got LOD. You got the Road Dog and Billy Gunn that come out uh, to watch, but really just to be childish. Um, yeah. They stole the hats from the Blackjacks earlier on in the evening and, like, use the ring post to kind of pop the tops off of the hat and are just wearing, like, just a cowboy hat brim. Yeah. They're like the, DX light. They're wearing it around their necks like French minstrels, and I think that's hilarious. I, I, I love it. I think they should they should have kept on doing it for always. <laughs> <laughs> just constantly wearing those hats forever. Um, It is, it is, and they come out with the hats on and then they proceed to snag LOD's um, shoulder pads and they put those on too. So they kind of look like when you're about halfway mm-hmm. through a role-playing game and you're just, you know, you're just wearing stuff, not because it looks good, but just because uh, you know the the stats, yeah. So their outfits yeah, yeah. all mismatched, but like their strength is maxed out now. Yeah, they have gotten mm-hmm. zero set bonuses, but the uh, the the critical strike bonus is worth it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, this is a mess. Uh, Road Dog trips Miguel Perez. Um, LOD gets the win, and just all hell breaks loose. And yeah. I I don't know if there's going to be like seventeen teams in Survivor Series, but it feels like they are uh, dripping with teams of four, because you've got a team that's going to be uh, I think the Headbangers and it's going to be like the Headbangers and LOD are a team, and then there's an uh, it's crazy. Ah, there are that many teams. Well, I guess we're going to see. I guess we'll. Yeah. I guess we'll see. This is the second week, though, that we've it's kind of ended weekly. The, the main event was kind of meh. Yeah, again, I don't, I, I, I can only kind of see this as just Survivor Series buildup because I really agree that when you had Bret Hart versus um, Ken Shamrock, that like, what, why would that not have been the the main event? Yeah, I feel like the crowd would have been popping way harder at the end of Raw if you would have had the HBK Bret Hart fight. Yeah, strange, strange choice, strange way. Usually, but I'm sure they were trying to uh, get people to tune in at the beginning of the hour. Yeah, that's to true. Switch over from Nitro and blah blah yeah. blah. You and, know, it was all a chess match back then. And this then. is kind of the B the B build for Survivor Series. So I imagine that considering like that, this is like the kind of um, before the go home show show that like you know they're just like yeah we're giving them their little spot and then you know next week we're gonna yeah. focus on so I don't know we'll see. Yeah, but that was that it. The last thing you get actually is Ahmed Johnson backstage, yeah. and he's oh calling my out god, Stone Cold. The Ahmed Johnson was? promo. Yeah, I couldn't understand anything. I didn't know he was calling out Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah. Stone. well, I guess Stare that, girl, I didn't get on the thing. Yeah, you did by putting your hands on me. Was was it of the zone? Pearl and River. That's my zone. <laughs> it's like scoring a touchdown, and you scored a touchdown on me. And, yeah, I was just like, <laughs> Ahmed Johnson has got some great uh, murky ass promos, like him versus Farouk on just gravel throated uh, yeah. nonsense. He says his zone is kind of like an end zone, so once you're in there, you score. So you just yeah. scored on me, <laughs> which doesn't sound very good. Yeah. Like I'm gonna see you at the Row Rumble, R O W. So. Yes, that was fun. I forgot about Ahmed Johnson. 
Yeah, I just I imagine him like going back in, in the back and like he goes to sit down and he just like slips right off of the chair. <laughs> <laughs> and just a, a puff of glitter. <laughs> he has to lay up, he forgets to lay the towel down. <laughs> he slips off of the chair and just slides out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this whole stadium's downhill. <laughs> like you just him sliding down the. <laughs> Where's Ahmed? I don't know. Follow the shimmering path. <laughs> I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and grab a hold of him when he comes around this next time. He's leaving like a. <laughs> a he's leaving like a, a greasy. <laughs> just <laughs> watch out for like the greasy sizzling slug trail that he's leaving. <laughs> It's, it's beautiful in the right light. <laughs> oh, man. That's so, good. so with that momentum, we, we continue down the path to Survivor yes. Series 1997 to the big That's screw right. job and apparently a couple other, other Forgot uh, the tapping. Uh, matches. Next week is the, the go-home show, and then we've got the Survivor Series. Yeah, that'll be November third, mm-hmm. 1997 <coughs> on Raw if you want to get on the old network and, and watch it. Be fresh to giggle along with us, but um, but yeah, then that one's that one that one should be a solid solid show to set up for a huge pay per view. Uh, so yeah. so I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna go in blind. I'm not gonna look at nothing. I want to be bursting at the seams. It's gonna be good time. So uh, <laughs> so yeah, we know where we're going. Um, so in the meantime, catch up with us. Keep up with us on the social media. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search the Shoot Show and you'll find us. We'll call that old Dusty Shoot Show hotline. 4132-I-SHOOT. I'm telling you, I know I always bring up the Little Debbies. But the Cherry Cordials are in stores now. It is the holidays. So you got your your Little Debbies for the holidays. <laughs> call and let us know what you think. What do you like? Mm. The, the, the trees? Are you mm, Cherry I'm a fan Cordial, of the, man? I'm a fan of the pecan spin wheels. Oh, what a, what a, a year-round basic bitch choice, Tyler. I hate it. Roll again. Oh. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm leaving on that note, so you have to sit with that for a week now. God damn it. No, no. Laugh and make it feel a little bit better. No, please. That was harsh. I'm so put, sorry. Fake, put a fake laugh track on it like the Thunderdome. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Ryan's kicked out of the shoot show. Okay. All right, guys. Well, we'll catch you next week. Uh, for some for some November '97 raw action. That's right. That's In the right. Meantime, take care. That's right. Good uh, talking to you, boys. We'll see, I'll see you, you guys later. Skyler's gonna yawn on his own damn show. I'm sorry. Oh I'm, my I'm, god. I'm falling. Asleep. I'm tired. It's, it's my mid afternoon nap time. Not a good. <laughs> All right, guys. Later, we'll guys. See you. <laughs> later.